suffering from exhaustion Life beating down so you still play cautious Need you to search deep inside of your conscience At least whatever monsters are keeping you from your progress I know that you gon' find a way, never give up Tomorrow could be the brightest day Follow the light, and I promise you gon' find a way I know that you gon' find your way Yeah, I think there's a lot of awesome things on that Lacerda interview we can talk about, for sure. Um, and it's just something for, you know, it's just like entertaining also, because I'm sure people get tired of hearing the echo chamber of political bullshit. You know right, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> talk about some reptilian aliens for a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, go to the depths not, not a lot of people like to go to. Right. Um, well, and even if you don't believe in it, even if you don't think that it might be real, it's still interesting. It's yeah, and there's nothing and, wrong with thinking about it because it's pretty right. awesome. Some of the stuff in that interview is pretty awesome. Right, right, and like some of it makes sense. You're like, okay, that makes sense. Right, like there was no such thing as magic. That it was just science we didn't understand. I really like that idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, because literally that's what magic is. It's just mm-hmm. science that we don't understand yet. Right. Take us back um, 500 years ago with our phone and would be wizards and be burned alive at the stake, you know? Exactly. And all it is is like, well, you never heard of Google? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just funny. Um, well, what do you think about the tunnels, like the surface entry things that Lacerda was talking about? So. <laughs> There was all these tunnels. That's how she made it to the surface. Like the teenager aliens weren't allowed to go to the surface yet because they couldn't do the cloaking to hide themselves. But she said, if we tried to go find one, we probably couldn't and that we really shouldn't. I thought that part was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that there's some. So I think they even made a movie about something like that, but you ever heard the store or the article on when those I think it was people they were like hiking this mountain or something and they found their stuff and then they found marks in the ground, but they never found the bodies. Wow. That's um, creepy. Yeah, like like cuz there's a lot of disappearances it if you look on a map of all of the missing people reports, it's a lot of it is around cavern systems. Okay. And it's a very interesting deal. Like, like, like the Appalachians, um, uh, you know, like, um, also they were, uh, I can't remember if they said it in the Lacerda interview or not. But it is um, uh, national parks. Okay. So a lot of these entrances and a lot of these places are in national parks. That would be pretty smart because it's not highly populated and it would be an easy way to hide an entrance. Right. Like uh, we look at national parks as like, why? how do you regulate national forests when, uh, whenever, when, when, when nobody owns it? But that would make sense that you would regulate a national park if you are trying to hide something. Yes. 
Well, and they have those cartels like growing pot on national forests because it's easier to hide it somehow. Mm-hmm. So in that Lacerda interview too, it said, say you find one of those tunnels and it could be like a man... Uh, artificial mine shaft looking thing. The walls get smoother as you go down. You could feel a rush of warm air. Then you could get to a round room with elevators. And then she said something like, then we're already aware that you are here. And if you have any sense, you would like run away because this you shouldn't be here. Right. Right. And um, so I don't know those people going missing. They all that she also said they all eat flesh too. So are they capturing people and eating them? Yeah, like like I don't see why it's out of the realm of possibility that we are actual food to something, because everything on this planet is food to something else. We are the apex predator, to where we just haven't experienced that yet. But literally everything below us is all food, right? To something else. We are the only ones that, you know what I mean, aren't really on, you know, on the menu for a lot of, for really all the creatures on this planet because they have no way of, of, you know, hunting us, farming us, any, anything like that because we are so far, you know, technological wise advanced. Now, if we had no technology, we'd be fair game to a lot of predators right predators were eating us before we had guns and weapons so like the lions could eat us if we had no weapons yeah right right so yeah so that so that's really interesting on how uh you know it you know if we are a food source so that lacerda interview really got me thinking about us as a product yes and 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 in it makes things that we do make more sense. Okay. Because it's like, you know, um, all this like unhealthy food that we're eating right. all the time, right. right? All these GMOs in our foods and stuff. It's like, well, why would you put that in there? Now I understand like to yield more crop. Um, like how we make amounts. the unnatural chickens with yeah, big right. bodies that can't walk around or hold themselves up. Right, right. The chicken breasts right. at the store are not supposed to be that big. Um, it's kind of like uh, so if you've ever eaten like like elk or deer, yes. or something, you know, like that that has more of a gamey taste mm-hmm. to it because it's more lean meat. Right. Um, cows and you know and 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 and, and farm animals. They have more fat on them, so they so they taste different. Yes, and that fat is what tastes good with the. So it's a good fat meat ratio, and uh, and uh, so maybe that's like, you know, yeah, yeah, we aren't like the leanest animals, whatever. But maybe we're not meant to be because, like, we taste better with a little bit of fat on us. Right. <laughs> you know, however however crazy that sounds, but. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and who's to say that we're not, you know, you know, it, if there is a higher species above us, why can't we be their source of food? Right. Well, and producing all this mass producing of animals for food, it, it doesn't seem 
like the smartest plan in the long run. Right. You know, I watched this movie called Okja. Have you ever seen Okja? It's like, it's uh-uh. super crazy. So, um, they have this contest, right, to grow this, like, super pig because that's going to be, like, the food of the future because you could grow one super pig and it feeds so many people. And it was just really, like, a damning example of factory farming, I guess, is what the movie's okay. supposed to be about. But it is pretty interesting. So they send out these super pigs all around the world. It was your job to, like, raise a super pig. And, like, the best super pig's going to win the contest at the end. But then all these people, like, start caring for their super fit pigs this little girl cares for her super pig okja and they come and try to take the pig away and so it's it's pretty interesting movie yeah we um when we heart like it it's a little harvest right when we move cows around the reason why farming or or our you know especially when it comes to like our food like you know like our agri our meat food not like our our vegetarian crop food um because we have figured a way to industrialize it so so we can have beef all year round all the time you know before all of this you know it was probably by season you know whenever you know the ranchers got the cows together, produced all that meat, and then and then people just bought meat, froze froze what they didn't eat, and then you know maybe you bought hamburger or steaks you know once every you know month or something because that's when the shipments came. right you weren't having steak dinner every night right right but now it's just so much of it everywhere that. That we don't really think about it, and we just have steak all the time. Well, and I'm not sure the exact statistics, but it was something like the amount of grain, food, and water it takes to feed a cow. You could use that grain and feed like 50 people to produce like one pound of beef or something outrageous like that. I don't know the exact statistics, but no. it's something like that, like taking all that food and water and giving it to people instead of trying to produce all this beef that produces all this waste and right. so on and so on. It seems kind of crazy that we're doing that because the main idea of I guess sustainable meat would be you you had a farm somewhere you raise a cow um, or a few cows and then like you said you kill one and then you have the meat for a year so that's that's not like this big giant system of nobody's doing stuff for themselves someone else is making the meat for you on a large scale. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> I think it was in the scientific journal. They post, or they did a, they did an article, um, about how we have like 60 cycles of farming left. Now, I don't know if, if one cycle equals a year or if they do a couple cycles a year, I'm not really sure on the farming thing. But they were saying something like 60 cycles left. And it was uh, because when we plant um, crops um, uh, and then we harvest them, right? Well, one, we do it different because we're trying to get the most yield out of it. And that's what and that's where GMOs come in. Yes. Also, also it, it kind of messes with 
the the structure, the molecular structure of of say that wheat, um, to where our bodies have a hard time digesting it because it is something that we that that we're not used to. So so that's why like you know here in America, carbs is a bad thing, right? Carbs carbs make you gain weight. Carbs are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know if you sit and eat a bunch of like pasta and whatever and that's why they have like those like keto diets right. and um whatever high protein now, high fat now yeah now other places um say like in Italy where they grow their wheat different they can sit and eat pasta every day and you know be somewhat fit because their body has learned to break down that their specific wheat um, because it is growing differently, probably more naturally, mm-hmm. because you know they're trying to feed less people. Well, what happens after know? the sixty cycles you're talking about? There's no more. You're not able to grow stuff anymore. Right. So, so that's what they're saying is that like, so the nutrients in the soil are being stripped every single process, right? And I guess it takes like, I don't know. Um, I can't think of the number. It was like a hundred years for a centimeter of nutrients. So for us to go back to like, say two inches of nutrient, nutrient rich soil, you know, it take a thousand years or whatever. Well, I think there is some way to plant ground cover crops in between time that helps revive the nutrient of the soil. So say you're going to plant corn, then you plant some ground cover crop in the off season to, to help with that. But I'm sure that you're right about you. You just can't keep doing that forever. Yeah. Like, um, so with like this industrialized farming that they were saying that the issue was, so back in the day, it was wherever you grew your crop, you would, the following year, you would move your cows into that land and you would plant your crops where the cows were. Um, and then you keep that cycle going, mm-hmm. right? Because the cow, the cows graze and, and, and then they poop in that area. And then that's what, nutri- you know, fills the soil with nutrients. And then, and then you keep rotating it. But because of America or, or, you know, just like industrialization, um, it costs more money to, to, to do that. So they just kept what they were doing. And it kind of fucked them in the long run. Well, yeah, because back in the day, everyone could be growing their own stuff. And then it got away from that to where there's a very, very small percentage of farmers growing stuff for everyone. Yeah, right, right. Like when we were driving to Burlington right. on Saturday, like like all those fields, they probably never have cows in them. They probably just harvest and then replant, harvest, replant, harvest, replant. Yeah, or or rotate and let something lay dormant for like a season, maybe. Right, right, and you know that land probably hasn't been treated that way in thousands of years. So you know it might have a good foot of nutrient-rich soil that could last, you know, three hundred cycles. But but now that we've been doing it over and over and over, we're we're like running short on the. Cycles. And that's where all those GMOs come in, and pesticides. And that's where and all those GMOs chemicals for. you spray yeah. on it because. We don't have the natural resources to do it naturally yep. to produce that much. And because if you've ever tried gardening in your backyard, it's hard as shit to like come up with. I mean, enough vegetables like 
you couldn't live off the vegetables from your back garden unless you got super serious about it and plan like a whole ton of right. stuff. So, I mean, I've gardened before and you put in all this effort, all this work, everything you come up with like handful of tomatoes. So it's like, it's awesome. It's fun. It's kind of an experiment, but it's not like gardening your whole food source. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, not like, um, you know, you go to like a fruit orchard and you see rows and rows of trees and like, like if I could just grow one of these in my backyard, mm-hmm. that'd be, but it necessarily doesn't work that yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Unless, unless we were taught a better system, how to do it. And it was passed down generation from generation. But I think we've like losing. Yeah. We're losing a lot of that for sure. I mean, we can yeah. start something now. Right. We could have, we could start a little farm now, teach the younger generation how to do that. I don't know. I, it, it's kind of hard to say if that would be helpful or not for the future's going right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, they're talking, um, uh, what is it like hi- hydroponic, uh, hydro farming. Yeah, and that's hard too. I so, mean, that is very hard. And that's hard too, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's like the weird dilemma that, that, that we're facing as humans right now. And, and there's a lot of people that kind of like throw it up and be like, well, you know, that's, you know, if that was really serious, you know, that, you know, maybe we'd be saying more things about it. But then again, it's like, if it was serious, would you care? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, do you uh, think like you can get food from the store forever. Do you think that's that whole system yeah. of, I just get what I need from other people is going to last forever. Right. And if you think about it, how we have like changed our, the introduction of like the, this, um, this beyond meat or this lab. Oh yeah. That's scary to me. I mean, that's crazy filled with hormones and it's very, yeah, we don't even know what it, what is in that. Um, so right when this pandemic happened, I went to the store and that was the only meat that was left. And it was expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. And, um, but I bought it anyway and I made uh-huh. tacos with it and it has like this chemical taste to it. It's yeah, weird. I've tried some like vegetarian I... meat, like substitutes before too. I know what you mean. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, I'd rather have like a bean patty than I would that, you know, artificial meat patty. Right. And it's kind of a strange idea. Um, it's like you, you're you a vegetarian, but you're going to eat something like shaped like a hot dog or shaped like a chicken patty. Right. And and it looks like it. It kind of smells like meat. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, right. right. And, and, and you're a vegetarian being like, I'm a, I'm well, this is fake yeah. chicken nugget. Right. When people really don't realize that. Um, uh, how many animals you kill when you harvest a, um, a crop. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? All, all, all of, like, the rodents and the uh, little mammals that, you know, that live in those fields and and whatnot, you know, you're, like, all that goes into the... You know, but I think they're those. kind of living, like, a free existence until you kill them. Whereas, like, that factory farming argument against that is that they're all crammed into a terrible life um, and right, tortured endlessly right. until their, their death. So. Um, 
yeah, you should really watch uh, because you haven't watched that Super Size Me 2 yet, right? I don't think I watched right? Super Size Me 2. Yeah, it is. It's a good insight to big agriculture yeah. and how and how corrupt the right. system is. Like it's literally three companies run our entire food. Like it's like Tyson, Purdue, and Pepperidge Farms okay. or something. They control like. 90% of of the meat that is in our stores. Well, and there was a it's big crazy. ag gag thing, if you remember that, like in the last couple of years where they made all these laws that, you know, because all these activist people were going in pretending to get jobs on these farms and filming like, horrendous things at these factory farms. So they actually went and made all these laws oh, yeah. that make it actually illegal for the people to go film this instead of making it illegal to like abuse animals and yeah. they make it illegal for you to videotape inside their place. That was on, uh, they passed that through oh, the Patriot great. Act. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, because that, that was deemed an act yeah. of terrorism because you're interfering with, with, uh, food production and the United States agriculture, which, Everybody eats, so if you fuck with the food, you're actually endangering the lives of all your Americans, so you're deemed a terrorist. <laughs> so those PD videos do not do no longer exist. Well, yeah. Be- because, I, yeah, because like you're saying, instead of, instead of changing the regulations on how they treat these animals, they just said, well, no one's coming in here and exposing any more well, bullshit. And it comes out, and the, the people who own these places are like, this is terrible. This is awful. We had no idea this was going on in our place. Like, if they were smart and if they really gave a shit, they would have the most high-tech video surveillance systems of their own choosing at their place to monitor their own workers. I mean, if that was really what they right. wanted, then that's what would happen you would actually be wanting to have video surveillance at your factory farm. Yep. But your agenda is different. So like now we don't know what goes on there because it is under law illegal to Mm -hmm. videotape it. So now, so now it's even more dangerous. (laughs) Obama. Thanks Obama. (laughs) Thanks Obama. Thanks Bush. Fucking that war. So wild. Um, but yeah, so, so going back to like that Lacerda thing, like, you know, how they were talking about how they, um, uh, so, so basically how they were mm-hmm. here because those are like the original reptilians right. and they were here as an evolutionary species of reptiles yes. like dinosaurs and whatever and they were the ev- they were the evolution of that and they've been a species for millions and millions of years um and then and they then... had a war with the o- olehem olehem um four thousand years ago they said and then yep. those yep those creatures left and then they considered it a victory yep. the reptilians they considered a victory. Yep. Then they said, um, well, we're not finding... Because then the guy was like, well, why don't we find, uh, you know, skeletons of you and cadavers and all this stuff. And I, it was interesting because then that Lacerda was saying, well, you guys are putting the wrong bones together. 
you find these bones and you think it's another right. creature and all these things in the museum are incorrect because you're just like making up new creatures that aren't even really real and if the bone is missing you just like make it up make a new bone to add into the thing so you're, you're just like everything is incorrect yep something interesting on that so so when i first heard that i got thinking like 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 okay what if dinosaurs are yeah. fake right um and so that led me down a rabbit hole it so that led me okay. to flat earth um because there are there there are groups of people out there that do believe that dinosaurs are okay. faked they're like all um it's a myth right um and uh uh you know creationists you know the ones that believe um that we were created 2000 okay. years ago or whatever um you know compared to uh evolutionists right. everything's right? billions of years old um mm -hmm. right, right um so diving down that rabbit hole of dinosaurs being fake um it led me to um uh China has been, I guess, faking dinosaur fossils wow. forever. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, be because they are the country of, of well, what replica. would be the point of that? Like, <laughs> you know? why would we want to pretend that there were dinosaurs? Um, no, exactly. Um, the the thing that I've come up with is is mm -hmm. if that's real, then. Um, it's just to help uh, control the history. Okay. Because because if you control the history, you control the future. So if you make up, say, like this, like dinosaur mm -hmm. story, and whatever, then, um, uh, you know, because you don't want to get wrapped up in your own lies, okay. right? So you have to, uh, you know, maybe the dinosaur thing was an answer to something, right? Where it's like, well, mm -hmm. what was here before us? Well, well, if you say, well, before us, because they was don't dinosaurs. want us to believe in you know I mean? the um, giant people theory. So yeah. maybe it's tied into right. that because right. it, maybe right. Right. those were just like pets to the giant people. So, yeah. like, a T-Rex is, like, um, a dog size to a giant. And maybe some of those bones that are, like, on T-Rexes and stuff there are actually go. human bones. But that they don't want to say that. And, and they're like, yeah, well, we need, you know, it. we'll just say it was mm -hmm. giant reptiles. Because, obviously, it can't be okay. insects. Um, and it can't be, you know, because insects are not bones, right? They, they, they have an exoskeleton. Um, it can't be, um, I mean, some of the dinosaurs, so now they are saying that dinosaurs were more like birds. So now they're changing yeah. the story. You know what I mean? Where like T-Rex actually had feathers and well, was colorful. Well, I never bought that thing. Um, dinosaur bones are the fossil fuels. That's crazy to me. Like I, you know, the oil, that, that, that fossil that's fuel weird, thing huh? is like this never ending, like it there's something like that's reproducing this, this oil in the, in the earth. I, it's not coming from dinosaur bones. I just think that's nuts. 
Yeah. Um, me and my brother-in-law were talking one time and we're making this joke about how what if T-Rexes were like giant yes. chickens? Because they're just mm-hmm. big and dumbs. You know what I mean? They're just going around. Here's something super interesting too. Diving down the whole dinosaurs is fake. When you think of a T-Rex sound, why does it sound like a lion? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'd know what the it, T-Rex you know sound mean, is. Or like you mean like in T- movies or whatever history thing when they try to like yeah, yeah. replicate movies, what the T-Rex is. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, movies have made us think that it sounds it's all like, like a lion. It's like, come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And it's like, it's like, I think they're just creating a boogeyman. Yes. You know? Where it's like, one, how probable would that body shape be like it would literally be um you know it's not that fast it would have to um like those jokes about uh, it doing you know it'd be and pull-ups and stuff like why is this arm yeah. so small mm-hmm. right it it would be more of a more of a scavenger than it would be a predator sure you know um, you know, how does it mate? It, you know what I mean? Everything has to reproduce that, that body type. How, it's literally just two big legs and mm-hmm. then a body. That's it. Like, yeah, just doesn't make sense. Or like, um, these like brontosauruses and stuff that were like 90 feet tall or whatever. Um, but you know, then again, you know, devil's tower, if that was a, if that was a tree stump, then, you know, these creatures actually weren't that big in the world. Yes. Devil's you know? Tower being a tree stump, I'm completely into that idea. I, I think it's absolutely believable. I think it's, you know, it's more believable than a lot of things. Because that structure it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. And the nonsense. Unless it's a tree stump, no, then it, it makes, makes it more, more sense. sense. Because the, um, the the narrative that the scientists want us to believe at this point is this is a uh, lava. This is like some old volcano, and this is like lava. But that's not what lava looks like. Like if you see anything about right. what goes on with lava, it like pours over and then it like hardens and it's all like soft and flowy looking. It's not like that tr- that structure at Dev- Devil's Tower. So there's like hexagonal shapes that are supposed to be. I think like 40,000 of these pillars and the idea is that only plants have a structure like this. Plant fibers would have some similar structure to this. So it just, it's not viable that that's lava to me. And if you think of any of that, like any plateau mountain that we see could be a tree stump and how that would change our reality is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I just looked up yes. pictures of petrified wood. That's, and that's exactly what, what Devil's looks Tower like. looks like. It's petrified wood. And there's supposed to be some yeah. place in Australia, like right by the ocean. I can't something gateway, Heaven's Gateway, maybe. I don't even know. But it's a whole structure out by the beach that has that similar thing with those hexagonal shapes, like stepping stones almost. 
Yes, yeah, so we're more likely to live in a world like Avatar than we were in a world like what they're painting well, yeah, out to this be. this idea from this uh, tree stump theory is that we're basically living in this uh, gigantic wasteland with zero oxygen, zero resources, zero water compared to what it was. Basically, I guess one thought yeah. is that aliens came here and mined it basically to death. We live in like some mind alien wasteland stone that's all that's left here is like we think our big trees like even if you go to the redwood forest i've been there before fascinating stuff it's amazing beautiful giant trees those are like child's play compared to what we're talking about right here right yeah we th- this is like the universe's largest like mm-hmm. super yes. fun site <laughs> precisely and that <laughs> even the grand canyon has just been cut out by some or saw whatever mining equipment that was brought here well and you made an interesting point too when you were like the mountains were just that is where you dump all of the oh, like, yeah. stuff that you mine out so, like, a mountain Tailings, would just be, yeah. like, um, you know, poured out. Poured out, like, if you take a dump, dump truck full of sand and pour it out, that's the mountain range. And it's just, like, the enormity of these dump trucks would be that big. And that would take giants. And, and that maybe that's why. Aliens, and that would take stuff that we don't have here. Right. Right. Like, um... Uh, so when you have mountain ranges, those were just um, mining sites. Right. Mountain ranges yeah. would just be mining sites. That's like the mining waste, the tailings. Then the plateau mountains were the chopped off trees. Okay, this place I'm thinking about is called Australian Giants Causeway in Australia. It's very awesome. If you check out these pictures, um, it's just like exactly what that stuff at the Devil's Towers looking like. It's just like, you know, those pillars coming oh, right. up, those yeah. like hexagonal shapes. Some something that would be like plant fibrous. Not what lava is gonna not make perfect like plant fiber shapes coming up out of the earth. Right. Yeah, these are like it literally looks like it was like mm-hmm. fascinating yeah, that's crazy. stuff. Yeah, they're like hexagonal columns yeah, that just people, kind of you can walk out on them, and then and then they all fit together. Yeah, and they all like fit together a like a puzzle almost. If you imagine a honeycomb and like all the pillars are right. fitting together like a honeycomb, does that seem like lava, hardened lava to you? No, <laughs> right. that's un- right. And it's interesting too how people just accept that as an answer. Oh, yeah, okay, that moving must on. Must be lava because that's, that's not lava. True moving on. You can see some of these pictures. This guy is standing on these like hexagonal shapes, like they're stairs, basically, or they're flat stones, or this whole thing. I mean, it's yeah, hundreds, and they go yes. up hundreds of feet. Like uh, some of these, like are yes. literal cliffs. Like mm-hmm. they, they, and it's the cliffs. same with that Devil's Tower. Like people that's are crazy. rock climbing on those. So that is. Exactly. Like my dad got me into this petrified wood when I was a little kid. And that is really interesting to me. The idea of petrified wood, all that stuff. I mean, that's what this devil's tower looks like to me. 
No, exactly. Right. And if people just like, you know, look up Devil's Tower mm-hmm. and look up Giant's Causeway, Giant's yes. Causeway. Same thing. It's the same thing. It's that is... Yeah, and I'll it's send like, you this one video right. that I watched and, like, and it was awesome because it showed these cut off like basically um these ma- plateaued mountains and then next to a similar like tree structure like say you go find a tree stump you could find something in nature that was like a zillion times bigger that is supposed to be a plateau mountain that looks like nearly identical larger in size so you know be interesting is you know how like the whole like karmetic factor to all this where they where <clears throat> where they have to like kind of tell us what they're doing okay, but it's our right. job to figure it out and if we and if we don't figure it out okay. then it's our fault right so what if they are putting giant skeletal remains with um reptilian mm-hmm. remains so they're so they're taking these two species that they don't want us to know about they're yeah. kind of merging them together calling them dinosaurs and then that's how they get away with the karmic well, factor. Is they're like, well, we were telling them that they yeah. were giant reptiles, but we didn't say that the giants and the reptilians were separate. We're just saying it's one thing, right. and that's what we're making. Yeah, it as. I would like to believe that there's like forces out there that are not all trying to trick us. I believe there's one set of forces that are trying to trick us with that karma, and like I told you so, and. You better like listen because it's right in front of you. And, you know, if you fall for it, you're stupid. I think that I would like to believe that not not everything more powerful than us is trying to trick us. Right, right. Like uh, like um, like in that reptilian thing, right? It lists different species like a. Like right. you kind of talk about and that different three species. of them were super and dangerous to humans, some are... and um, all our stories right. about abduction. Like Lacerda was saying, like if you have been abducted by one of those three people, it's probably not, or one of those three species, you're probably not the ones like in the alien abduction stories because they're going to murder you and keep you forever. So, right, yeah. And and there are a lot of reports yes, of like that the cow is some mutilations. very strange stuff. The cow mutilations, and and they don't know. Like, um, yeah, it it could be just a bunch of humans mm-hmm. doing some weird shit, but also it's like, why would they go out to a field and then mutilate these cows with surgical precision? And removing reproductive organs and different mm-hmm. organs and and different parts, whatever, when, you know, and, and then leave them in the field like that. Why not just, one, take the whole thing so no evidence yes. is left behind. Or two, like, go buy a cow and do that. Like, you don't need to do it. To, you know, if you know if it's like a government agency, like, doing weird experiments. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to leave it in the field right. to leave behind evidence. But if you were like another species, like what the fuck would you care? You just do your thing, and then you don't need the carcass or anything, right. so you just leave it. Because we do that, Tro- you know. You know, trophy hunting, right? We'll, we'll, uh, humans will just go out and kill, kill something, and cut just you yeah. know just take the horns and leave the entire carcass there. It's like wow, that is nuts. That's kind. Of, that but, stuff is kind of aggravating. But you know, that's like, you like go kill a whole elephant just for a right. Like that's. 
pretty nasty. Just for its tusks, right? Right. Yeah, it's um, it's um, the whole trophy thing. So, yeah. Have you ever watched like the Predator movies? Where that's kind of what it is, right? It you know, it's kind of like they're like hunting as trophies, as you know, to where you know human hunting isn't. It's not far fetched, but we don't want to think that's... about stuff like that. And we have put ourselves on like a pedestal. We're like, no, that doesn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen, right? But then we watch a movie like mm-hmm. the game with Ice T. Um, I think so. You ever watch the that game movie? where they have to go through all these trials what? and it's like an old time movie or not old time movie, but yeah. a while ago. Yeah, like um, the, the they go around and I think they okay. uh, pick up homeless people, and they um, like Michael uh, Douglas, and then like these rich people will go out and they will, and they, yeah, and they will hunt oh, wow. these these homeless people. Yeah, I don't think I watched that. One. And um, one of the groups, one of the groups is like okay. this father son duo, Be- because the father is like teaching the son, you know, mm-hmm. tradition. Whatever, yeah. and the son's like young, and uh, and so they just let these homeless people out. In you know they ha- they own a bunch of land, and they let these the, the these homeless people out in the out in the land, whatever. And then they have to survive. Mm-hmm. And then these rich yeah, there's an old hunting. sci-fi story about that. I mean, I'm not um, saying that's far exact as thing. Uh, <laughs> the island of Doctor Moreau, I think it is, but it's basically like that same story. So. I don't think it's far fetched. I don't think it's far fetched to think that stuff goes on. Yeah, so like if humans do that to each other, then this Lacerta species, you know, this reptilian yeah. species could do it to us. But but like Lacerta was saying was there was two two types of species. There's the they are the native original reptilian species, and then there's another yeah. species called the draconians that are, you know, they don't know how mm-hmm. they got here. They just got dropped off. They don't know how they got into this universe. Uh-huh. They just appeared and they are on a tyrannical rampage because yes. that's like their nature or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of videos on YouTube of of these people shape-shifting ones that is trippy um like somehow you're in an interview and you have like like, cloaking um, ability but sometimes it like wears thin so like your eyelids go funny for a second that is some crazy stuff for sure yep like um jenna bush was one of them um there was uh now this became a huge thing Uh so during the obama administration one of his um security guards or his secret service members was like in the front row while he was giving a speech and this and and this camera like for some reason this this secret service agent caught the attention of this cameraman and he was filming him the whole time and the secret serviceman's like bald whatever but when he turns his ears look different and then, and then, like his face yeah. kind of like yeah. ripples. It was weird, and like, 
And I remember that was like um, where people are like, what is this? You know what I mean? Now, people that regular people, normies as as they're called, like um, they're just like, oh, you know, that's just the camera glitching out and whatever. And it's like, yeah, right, right. And, but but it's like it's like really because like for sure he looks funny. <laughs> well, there was a show a while back called The Event. There was like a few seasons of it, but or maybe just I don't know how many seasons, but it was like very interesting. I was sad when it ended, but it was like your son was in it, and it was all about basically like this alien invasion from within. So like all these people ends up being like these reptilians, like even in the government and stuff. It was a very interesting show. So it was called the event. Um, do you watch? Yeah. Do you watch any of the Marvel movies? So the, um, uh, in the end game, <clears throat> when the, um, uh, what were they called? They were like that other species. They, and they were like the bat. They were like the shapeshifters, and they ended up being kind of good. Yeah, I don't remember what um, they were called. It was uh, okay. it was um, Captain Marvel. They they were the ones like in Captain Marvel, and they were called the uh, I forgot what they were called, but yeah, that is like reptilian. That mm-hmm. is like those are reptilians, where they can right. shapeshift into humans. Um. And look like us, except well, like, and like they're that not Sarah exactly interview, us, it seemed but... like shifting. They were just like mind-boggling us into believing they were like human shape. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't actually physically changing their shape. It was like, uh, say I'm like the reptile, and I go up to you, and I make you believe in your mind that I'm a normal human. And that, that's what it was yeah. like, more like, I wasn't changing right. my physical shape to be a human shape. It was like, I was somehow brainwashing you. It's like in um, the vampire movies, it, you know, of like the lure or, or the uh, whatever they call that. Um, yes. Where they put mm-hmm. you into that trance or whatever. Um. And and oh, and the word I was looking okay. for was scrolls right. with 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 Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah, he's got scrolls. Um, now, also the other end of this is instead of mm-hmm. actual reptile beings, what if they are just okay. reptile brained? Right? They they use more of their reptile brain. So they so that's where we get this. You know, what what we're thinking. Oh, you know, they're psychopaths because they yeah. don't care about human life because they don't, you know what I mean? Like they're using their reptile brain. They have no emotion, no empathy there, but I'm not saying that's bad either. I'm just saying that when there is a obstacle, they just, whatever's the most efficient way of getting over it, that's what they do. And if it means taking out some of your own, that's what it is. It is for the greater good. It's for well, the survival of the species. Well, like the, we still have reptile brains in our human bodies that, like, apparently are in charge of all the automatic systems. So, like, your heart still beats without you making it beat. You, your lungs still breathe, so on and so on. So that's like reptilian brain, the survival brain. So, say you have a cardiac arrest, 
say that you yeah it's it will reserve oxygen for that basic functioning and then that's why you could get global brain damage basically because it's reserving all that for just those automatic functions and then it's like not much oxygen is going to your higher capabilities, like your higher brain. So that's why you could like go in a coma and then okay. maybe you wake up, but then you don't remember your family. You don't understand who you are because that oxygen kept you alive for a minute, but it wasn't enough to keep your higher functioning going. So your brain like basically decided, well, to keep this alive, we're going to, push all of our resources to to what will keep you alive but the rest will be damaged but that's the sacrifice that's why your fingers and will fall off because your core is trying to reserve the energy for your heart where all your essential organs it sends all that warm blood Mm -hmm. to your to your vital organs right because your body can still function and live live without a heart it's going to be difficult Mm -hmm. But you can't live without a heart. Like you can't live without lungs. You can't live without your stomach. Um, mm-hmm. You can't live without your brain. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that is interesting, huh? How it's like... It's uh, surviving. Uh, mm-hmm. Surviving, right? Yeah. So, so in that Lacerda thing, it was like also talking about how for them to survive, right. they went underground. Um, because whatever species came, which that was the, the Elohim, um, mm-hmm. uh, or the Anunnaki, came down and took a, a primitive species, um, and probably a specific one, or maybe multiple ones, and hijacked the DNA, uh, and 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 advanced us mm-hmm. through the evolutionary chains right. to what we are now. Um, and then the war broke out, mm-hmm. like you were saying. They left. Yeah. And there's an ancient alien episode that that talks about that attack. There's also a bunch of scriptures. Like in um, the uh, Hindu, um, I don't know if it's in the Epic of Gilgamesh or in the search with an M. It, it it's like the Mahabita okay. or something, the Maha. Mm-hmm. But in their great story of of whatever, you know, they talk yes. about a giant sky battle. Um, we talk about it in you know in the Western world. Catholicism or Christianity is well, and there you know, were also angels and demons. Like, that was a sky battle, right? The battle the of the heavens. There, there's mention in in the Bible about sky things, right? So, right. yeah, 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 and um, so so in all of these texts, mm-hmm. in all of these cultures, Native American, um, all of it, sky there's vehicles. always something with. Sky, 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 mm-hmm. sky. And so where does that yeah, come right, from? And that's just right. their way to And a lot of it. times they'll... Yeah, yeah. Because imagine you didn't understand what a yeah. airplane was. Then it's just and like then some you magic see one. in the sky. 
so the science you don't understand yet. Yeah, right. And, and, and the only way to explain it would be, well, birds fly, so it's just a giant bird. And and then that's why all these things, you know, maybe that's why these, you know, these angels have wings is because they saw flying beings, but they didn't understand what maybe, I don't know, a jetpack was or, uh, you know, some type of levitation device or whatever. Right. They just saw, you know, beings that kind of look like them flying in the air. And they're like, OK, yeah. well, they have to have wings like birds because they're flying in the air. But they just didn't understand the technology. Well, one thing I absolutely yeah, believe right, right, about right. the ancient alien stuff is that there had to be some major injection of higher intelligence given to the human race or injected into our history because we wouldn't be because there's like a time when human evolution like exploded like in a way that wasn't natural. So I believe that 100% about the ancient alien theory. Like something otherworldly had to come and give us more advancement or else we wouldn't be here as quickly as we were at this point in time. We wouldn't be like using technology in the way that we use it. Even now, even though it's not that advanced now, but we'd be way far behind where we are even now. But then there's also this idea that, right, you know, the the powers that be or whatever you want to call them have had, like, we should be more a hundred years more advanced than we are. But they've kept all this technology secret from us. Um, interesting on that. So I was like yeah. listening to that um, Trump speech today. And I got, I fell asleep during it, but um, right. he was talking about heard, dishwashers. Yeah. And, and he was like, he was like, now the dishwashers right. go out and buy a dishwasher now and they're way better because we took the restrictions yes. off or, or the restrictor off. Right. Um, so, you know, going all the way from, an appliance right. like that that is that is in almost in every home now to you know uh expand upon that and and yeah, you just you know, take put the that in off, and you know, then other products mm-hmm. then where we're at right right we you know we're probably mm-hmm. no more batteries no more cords no more when you can keep you know, all this energy free energy from and, us from the masses from like the normal people under the guise of, you know, uh, we're protecting the planet. We're, we're, you know, climate change, global warming. We need to keep you safe. So on and so on. So, you know, you're restricted. It's for your own good. Right. Like we, for we decide how much of technology you can right. handle mm-hmm. at what times. And information. Right. Yeah. Government mm-hmm. became God. Yeah, government became God. Well, because Somewhere along they the became selfish government and became want God. all of that for themselves because it's easier to control dumb people. Yeah, yep, yep. And it's like, um, you know, who cares if you're going to slow up evolution and because you get to, all you the get to control the entire time. And know all the best information. You get to know everything. Well, yeah. 
you know, being like, oh, you people are so stupid. You know, it like gives you a sense of power to know more than everyone else, too. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And because knowledge is power right? is the game of the powers that be the elite or, you know, like the the government or people who try to be in charge of us. They want to keep us as stupid as possible. Because, like, unbeknownst yes. to us, we're actually more powerful than yeah. we actually are. Because we're, like, creators really of energy, know. like, and light and, you know, otherworldly things. Like, we don't even understand how powerful we are because we've just been dumbed down and poisoned with toxins. Right. Right. And, like, you know, you... So they can't go full on 100% against us because that would suppress us to the max and humans ingenuity is our best tool. So eventually they would push us so far and we would figure it out and then understand ourselves. Well, they need us to 10 times stronger. Keep them living to keep producing stuff for them. So that because they're lazy, they don't want to be the producers of things. Right. They still need things, so we we produce right. all this stuff right. for them, and then they give us just enough knowledge to do what you know the task they want us to accomplish. Like a, we were created to yeah. bear we the labor to of make stuff the and dog. do things and do all these tasks that they don't want to do themselves. Yeah, that's so wild. That but then so there's wild. the idea of like, oh, will we become um, obsolete? If you could just turn everything into robots, like an animated world, automated system, then what good are we to them anymore? And then that's what we're starting to realize is that they're just using us and not letting us have all the knowledge. So I don't know. It's become kind of just a strange time. Oh, yeah, super strange time. Because if you just have robots doing um, all this stuff that you have robots the whole planet, then we would be obsolete to them. So there has to be some other reason they want to keep us around. It could be for that uh, shared consciousness, too. Like that, that thought stealing that we were talking about the other day. Like, I come up with the most amazing invention ever, but someone steals my thoughts. So maybe that's what they need us right. for. That's why they can't turn us all into robots because they want all of our shared consciousness. And they have to do it in like a very intricate and delicate way. So, so we don't know. Yeah, we think the we're just hanging out. You know, going to our jobs right. every day. Right. You know, playing pool, talking, making dinner, whatever. I don't know. Um, I listen to this podcast and, and they talk about how the reason why it's the same plan over and over and over. That's why like right now, you know, you, you can see the resemblance uh, or the parallels of like Nazi Germany and what's going on right now is because they use the same game plan over and over either, either they don't, either they're not Mm -hmm. creative 
because they can't be or why fix something or that's not it's broke. just the same story repeating itself there's no way to have a different story it's just the same it's just different versions right. of the same yeah. story over and over again and that's like the paradigm we live in right now there's one story and it's just the same story over and over and over and over again and then and then and then maybe that's why we find like these like you know ancient tech and and we're saying it's aliens but it's really it's really us, us. or like what if um aliens are us in the future you know right right oh so so i'm going to send you these other things and and it's yeah. three interviews um uh-huh. with an alien supposedly and uh it, the information is very interesting because it talks about uh our our own destruction through our own right. religious dogmas and that he and, and that this alien species is actually um an evolution yeah. of us right. we are its ancestors yeah that that whole and, line of thinking is so interesting to me because you know like the idea that time is not linear and that all things can exist at once that's right. like completely possible that yep. you know that aliens could be us in the future and then this one thing that i watched was like so the alien so okay so humans somewhere back way back came so advanced that they started um losing all their human characteristics right they just turned into total like mm-hmm. um you know machine oriented technology robotic all this stuff um and they empathy concern anything that makes what we think is human right so then they right. they decided this has gotten out of hand so then they went back to like another time like they took a time machine or you know how time however time works that it's not linear but somehow they went back to before we turned into robots they took some of us and spliced us with like their baby aliens and then that's what makes the grays is like grays were hybrids of the old time human humans from the time machine and the you know, super technological aliens that wanted to get back to some kind of compromise. That was true. Okay. But I okay. mean, I don't know who's to say that's not real or it is. I'm, I mean, if we do get to a point where we do become more machine, like, um, be, yeah, because that is a very like valid Mm-hmm. concept like you know because if you think about it right now it's just you know with the invention of ai and technology machines uh we are starting to realize that we are the yes obsolete product with all our um, feelings and you know the nature you know, of that, sadness or whatever yeah like that keeps us from you know being efficient Um, yeah, like, uh, like, what if our emotions are actually our, yes. per- are our flaws? 
like um like we were taught emotion to kind of yes. suppress us when 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 act because we're taught that our emotions are what makes us mm-hmm. strong but but that would be a good art of war deal where it's like well you're turning your um enemies yeah into like most into brains where we're and, just and like all crying you know? over stuff all the time like we see in modern right. day america everyone's crying because, when they don't get their that, way yeah and right. it's become kind of like a sad yeah, yeah. sad sob story because that's not how competition and, um, works yeah and like, that's you compete at something right. and you keep competing sometimes you win sometimes you lose like in the reality of competition you don't cry and cry and cry and be like i'm so sad this is terrible i need like a safe space to go cry a lot that's not i mean it's not going to help you be a better competitor in the future that's for sure right like um us creating ai was us taking our flaws and bettering them and then creating a product with that. So we actually created our successor. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. The evolution, yeah, mm-hmm. the nature of evolution, right? Um so so we so so after a while we take all of our flaws and we and we amplify them mm-hmm. and we make them great strengths. And then and then we create a product. Well, we created yes. the AI, right? Um, physically now we created, you know, biomex and, um, you know, all of this advancement in mm-hmm. prosthetics and some of these robots out here from like Boston Dynamics and stuff, you know, they're out here. Oh yeah. Like, like the military, like, whatever, crazy. like fighting dogs or whatever. Yeah. They can run and jump and, and mm-hmm. yeah. And those are the ones that are in the private sect or the commercial sect. Like, uh, we don't even know what, you know, what they've been working on that nobody fucking has access to, you know, like a Bob Lazar Mm -hmm. S4 status shit. Um, so, um, you know, like, what if that is like in the sub levels right now? Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, Something far yeah, more the, advanced uh, than like the robot dog we've seen on videos. Oh, for sure. And something larger. For sure. Much um, larger. They, uh... <laughs> so I I went down this rabbit hole and I know this sounds crazy, but supposedly they have made machines that run off of human um human what? flesh or or humans yeah so these machines um you know run off of what humans are made okay. of well but why would um and why it's just like dude that is human? Some why wouldn't shit. it just take like any organic creature like why wouldn't a cow work in their machine Right, right. Well, I think the reason was because they designed it to yeah. work off human. Well, like what's special right. about the humans? Like, so that's, like that's like total Terminator that's like Skynet that shit. There's something special in us that. 
Well, that or it's like, you know, when you have a product that you're about to obsolete, you know, why not use it for your next, um, you know, for, you know, be efficient with it, right? Like, you know, instead of creating a whole new, um, you know, uh, uh, energy supply or whatever, just do it off of your old product. Like, um, Mm -hmm. for example, like gasoline. So people think that like when, you know, the battle for oil and whatever, it's all over gasoline cars and, and whatever. And, and that's actually not true. It's gasoline is a byproduct of refining oil. So it's actually a, a, a waste Uh product that they didn't know what to do with. And Henry Ford got with some scientists and converted his engine model to mm-hmm. go off of gasoline. So so when we refine oil, gasoline is a byproduct. And they were just like putting it in like these giant Dang. bombs and burning it mm-hmm. because they didn't know what to do with it. So now, now they have figured out what to do with it. And we will literally go to the pumps and fight over yeah because gasoline they made us dependent but, on it like this is how you get to places right 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 so so the amount of money they're making is almost 100 percent profit because that is a byproduct of what they're doing anyway and they just don't know what to do with it it'd be like in a restaurant you know reselling mm-hmm. your uh people's leftovers you know what i mean like well, um you know the scraps left on people's plates, you're making a meal well, out of that. Well, they also have these companies coming and picking up, like, fry oil to make biofuel. That's some crazy stuff. So that's, like, I yeah. don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the corn and the ethanol. You know, ethanol is a byproduct huh. of, of of corn. So it's, like, you know... The you know there's some people out here getting super rich off of like garbage yeah. off of waste materials <laughs> off of just straight garbage because they have, because they don't know what else to do with well, it and that's what it but is, they like do have marketing sell, teams you and... make people believe they need to buy something yeah that's that's yep. what our yep. our consumerist world is based on selling people that they don't really need. Right, and we're out here like you know, wasting our days trying to like yes. purchase the the newest car that runs off of this like mm-hmm. waste material. Well, and any new <laughs> technology that that wouldn't use that, then they they would suppress that. And that would be suppressed like immediately yeah, if you, right. um, you know, it, I I've read all this stuff about people making cars, you know that that don't run off gas, but we don't hear about those now because the oil company would buy that out and suppress that because they don't want people to know about that. Even like these electric cars, like, like people don't understand, you know, like when people are like, well, I'm going green and I'm going to buy an electric car. It's like, okay, do your research mm-hmm. and find out and where most that electric cars from. require some gas too. From what I understand, it's not like just like full electric. Right. Maybe they made full electric cars by this point, but mm-hmm. well, like Tesla, right? Um, but but it's like you know, go research where that battery material mm-hmm. and those rare earth metals come from, 
and it's going to lead you to right. some dark places. You know, it's like blood, you know, that's like mm-hmm. blood diamond stuff in Africa. Yeah, it's like crazy. And then like the mining sites of these like, you know, of like lithium and whatever are just fucking massive. Supposedly, Mexico just got this. It has one Uh of the largest lithium sites in the world. Right. And and China just bought it. So, you know, we have China at, at both ends of our doorsteps or at the front door and back door because because mm-hmm. they already bought out Canada's influence. Well, have you seen and those, now they're in Mexico. those like pictures and stories of say like a giant trash heap of technological waste that like small children are like going through old iPhones to get like the precious stuff out of them? Have you seen that? It is like nuts. So apparently uh-uh. um all of our all of this technology like imagine a trash heap uh, to the sky full of um, discarded iPhones. So then there's like small children from another country like going through this and picking out all the, the useful materials. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, when I worked at Felt, Nate. Yeah, I like do, Nate. He's do, a cool uh, do you remember Nate? So, so when he was going to school, because mm-hmm. he was going to school for like chemistry or something um he uh he had to do this project where he got all these computers and kind of like melted them all down and and retrieved all the gold out of it i mean it wasn't a lot of gold but you know so you would need like thousands of computers to get anything worth of substance of gold but but if you you know if you had like this large landfill site that people, you know, you had mounds and mounds of electronics and you melted them all down or you had people go through them and take out all the little, right? you know, the valuables in them, you know, that I bet you that'd be a good little, you know, be, well, probably be a good little uh, people, chunk of like, change. Tons of people working for barely anything. It's, it's actually probably a pretty good racket right. for sure. Like, I didn't know this, but, like, when we throw our garbage away, like, uh, they just literally just go th- dump it. Um, wow. We actually sell garbage to China because they will just go dump it, and then and then these Chinese people will just go through it and, and separate it. Um, you know how, like, we do, like, the recycling and garbage? Well, it necessarily doesn't stay that way because we just get tired of it For and we sure. just eventually dump it all in one place anyway. So, so when we do like recycles yes. and stuff, well, that has to be even sorted through. So, so we will ship it over to China. So we will sell barges. And how of garbage does this make any to, sense too? To, I've to heard China, this about right? chicken too. Like say we have chickens, we send it over there. They repackage it <coughs> and send it back to us. For the package chicken in China somehow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, China Ch- China doesn't have the FDA regulations like we do, so they yeah. can just put whatever the fuck they want in it. <laughs> and, then, and then send it back to us. Exactly. And be like, well, that's FDA approved. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are just, um, if you think of us as a product mm-hmm. more than a species, it makes more right. sense. Things make more sense. It's like, oh, that's why they do that. 
Well, and if you're um, thinking of us as a you know, food like, source, then, that's what that Lacerda says. You know, it's you just like let us multiply on our own. You know, like there's not eight billion cows on the world, but there's eight billion people, and we're just like doing their job for them, multiplying on our own. Right, right, right. We are a product mm-hmm. that manages itself, and. And for us to be as intelligent as we are to do some of these things that they want, you know, uh, you need a society. Um, you know, even cows have hierarchies, you know, even they have community and whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they just do it in their own way. We we're a little bit higher up, let's say, like on the, on the intellectual level. So we have another type of society. But it still has a hierarchy to it. It still has caste systems and rules and laws and and whatever to mm-hmm. make it go to make it work and go around. So you know when people are talking about you know well we're just gonna you know extinct ourselves. I think there's something set in place where we will never extinct ourselves because yeah. we're too valuable of a product. So like someone in, comes and um, intervenes. The only way we'll extinct ourselves, <laughs> right? When we figured out how to make nuclear weapons is when we caught the attention of something right. that was like, yeah, they don't need to be doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> because that is too much. That is just too much. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, even like in that Lacerda thing where, you know, she talks about how, you know, they, you know, they just have kind of stayed yeah. out of our meddling or or whatever and uh but mm-hmm. we work with them sometimes and they work with us um to try to understand other things whatever but for the most part we got the surface they got yeah. underneath and they're like fine with that yeah and that was cool they have like light sources um, and you know lights i, I don't know it was And that kind of flows into oh, yeah. the whole like how yeah, it works. the tunnel system, you know I mean? caves, all that stuff. I fully so, believe there's all sorts of caves and all sorts of crazy stuff right. going on in caves. And you, um, uh, yeah, you hear about that all the time. You know what I mean? It's also crazy how like yeah, it, everything's it, it connected all for sure. Like. Um, yeah, there's like a little bit of truth and a little bit of deception and everything, and you just got to hear everything out, and then you have to decide what's truth mm-hmm. and deception. And and typically, what's truth are the yeah you know, when you recognize the pattern. So so when this is in this story, and then it's also in this story, and the stories are nowhere near each other, it's like there has to be some truth in those, yeah. you know, you know, in that yeah, coincidence. There has to be some to truth all the information. In with a clear mind, like with no intentions to believe it or disbelieve it. Right. Right. Because a lot of people like automatically will like, um, you know, dismiss information based on what they think is real. And it's like, well, you, you, you might've missed the opportunity yeah, to humans gain don't some like to be uncomfortable, even in their own skin or even in their own minds, even right. for a minute. So when that, something makes someone feel uncomfortable then it's like a blockade barricade to 
them learning more stuff. And, and all it is is information. And all it is is information. Like, no, like thoughts and ideas. Like, is it going to hurt you? No, I don't think so. Where society's like, gone too far with too mm-hmm. is like thoughts and ideas are right. not harmful. Is when you turn those into bad actions towards others. That's when thoughts and ideals become harmful. But on on their own merit, there's no thought or idea that should be harmful to anyone. Right. Like, um, uh, you know, watching or listening to that Lacerda interview or watching, say, Lord of the Rings, you know, both are some sort of fiction, but you also get truth out of both of them, too. You know what I mean? But the Lacerda thing, you know, it's interesting when people just dismiss that right off the bat because it's like, oh, that's not real. It's like, well, so what? Like, yeah, what's it matter? And so, what's it matter? Or like something similar from reality. And today is like a Trump rally. Like, um, I think those are interesting as all can be. I think there's like coded messages in them. I think it's very interesting. I think it's so. Oh, there's massive coded messages. But some in there. people are so closed off to it that to need to actually sit through one and listen to that with an open mind, you know, because they've already have preconceived notions about what's going on. Right. So I think that's like modern day example of not wanting to hear, you know, all the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when like Trump talks, the people that don't like him, uh, they're just going off of his body actions. Like today when I was listening mm-hmm. to it, I just because because I had it on YouTube, I just had my headphones on and I just kind of right. set my phone aside and I was just listening to the information, you know. And yeah, like like in my mind, I was like, you know, how he how his demeanor is and how his like hand gestures and how he talks and whatever. I I I could see how that comes off as like. Right, showy, dickish, and arrogant, whatever. Showy, but if you think of, yeah, like, what would would happen if someone just read a transcript of one of those rallies? Because they have that online, that you can look it up, like a transcript of whatever rally, because the information is interesting and solid, and there's a lot of good ideas in a lot of that information. It's not anything bad. Or evil, or anything that people claim to think Trump's about, or right. what they what they think he, he is doing. I, I don't, yeah. I don't quite get it, but I think that would be interesting if someone just read a transcript. Right, right, or like, or people that don't agree with Trump. It's like, just listen to what he's saying. Tell me why you don't nope. like him, and like a lot of people can't even say a legit reason. They're just like, well, well, yeah, give he's me an racist. example, like, well, or he's never said that. Out, but, or okay, continue. show me a clip, or whatever you want to do to for that argument. Yeah, it, it's interesting. All this stuff is super interesting. Yeah, like um, hate someone because society says uh, I should hate them. That's I think a lot of what's going on here too. Because it becomes like trendy <laughs> to hate Trump, and I'm just like yeah. not into yeah. this trendy thing. Yeah, I think a lot of these people have, you know, they just got stuck in an echo chamber, and well, then and the liberal that's where echo, they think the echo, reality echo lives, and it's like strong. not. 
it's comfy and it's strong and society perpetuates oh, it because conservatives get shut down. They lose their jobs. They, you know, get threatened in their home. Right. Businesses get shut down. So that's, of course, why the liberals the echo chamber of just their own ideas, because it's socially acceptable to um, for a lot of people in this society to be outwardly hateful towards Trump. That, that's an acceptable social idea, but liking him is not socially acceptable. So that's how that's what creates the echo chamber. It's like a self-made echo chamber. Yeah, right. Right. And it's like um, uh, they. Um, um, because yes. like you're saying, right, people don't like to become or uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. something that is going to make you uncomfortable, you're, you know, if you have a, a safe space, an, an echo chamber, that with... yes, people yes, don't yes. realize. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, people don't realize yeah. that. It's because not it good to be around the your thoughts and you don't evolve. Like, uh, you know, like you want to surround. That's what I think yeah, champions right. do. True champions yeah. in life will put themselves in uncomfortable positions and be willing to fail and fail and fail and keep failing until you succeed. So, I mean, that's the spirit of a true champion is you're not always going to be comfortable. Things are going to be hard. You you can't always win every match you play at pool. You know, you have to keep succeeding, keep trying and kind of like a resilient attitude. Yeah, there's a there, yes, there's a difference between winner and a champion. Um, a winner can go through and and remain undefeated the entire time. And yes, yeah. there is something to say about that. That it, whatever. But also, <clears throat> also, if you lose your first match and then come back to the loser side and double dip, yeah, um, then you've had to the, work harder. The hot seat for match, that victory. That's a champion. That's a champion, right? right? Right, right. Because you had to go through a lot more adversity and and remain, you know, maintain composure and focus and and it took more for well, that person. And the undefeated person may have put in that work ahead of undefeated. time, right? So they may have experienced <clears throat> all those lost matches and all those lost tournaments ahead of time. So there's something to be said about they did put in that failure cycle ahead of time before they went, you right. know, ran through that last tournament. Right. But there is something to be said about coming right. from a loser and win that tournament because you have to say focus. You can't get down on yourself because that's not going to win it. You, you can't start hating yourself. You can't start questioning your shots. You can't start what if, what if, what if, because that is a downward cycle. Like, uh, whatever you feed will grow. So that's a terrible attitude to have in that tournament. Like, you lose a match, you have to just, you know, move on. You can you can take what you learn from that, but then you just have to let it go somehow. Right, right. Yeah, like, what you're seeing now is just <clears throat> um, a bunch of people on the... Um, you know they're just stuck in their 
in that echo chamber. And if they hear something that is not, you know, not along the lines of what they are trying to say or, 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 or what their information is. Right. Um, even if it's facts, even, even if, if it's facts, like solid right. facts, they don't they want to, it does they, not compute. They can't handle it. Right. Right. And, and then you, and then you just get where they just shut you out. They shut will you drown out. you out. They will. It's like, it's like, well, you can't even like, you can't even like go down my path and see where I'm coming from. Right. And you're out here like, you know, talking authoritarian and dictator and whatever. And it's like, that's what you're doing. Right. Because you can't even see my end of it. Right. How we have fun with words these days. How Antifa means I'm against fascism, but I'm really the fascist because um, you have to believe what I believe. Yeah. So right. that's just fun with right. words. We can say we are whatever right. we want. We can say we're a liberal. Liberal is open to new ideas, um, <clears throat> so on and so on. But if I have to believe everything you believe, then that's not a really liberal attitude. Right. We're out here screaming social injustice and racism is bad. Yet, in the same breath, we're like, "You, hey, you white person, kiss my shoe because I'm... Yeah, we're perpetuating racism. <laughs> yeah. So that's not <laughs> super intelligent. That's not really what's going to help us succeed. It, what's going to help us right. succeed is if we judge people on things they can control about themselves to begin with. Like, right. I can... can I can judge you on if you have a bad attitude or not, or if you treat me, if you treat me well, I, I can't judge you for something that you can't control about yourself to begin with. That that's yeah. where our society has gotten off the wrong track. And it's like, and, and, and one side is fueling the fire and it's like, and, and that's the only questions with her is, is like, it's like, why is this side fueling the fire? Um, and they have no answers to it. Well, they have the answers, but they don't want to say the answers. Well, I I mean, in this current situation, I think it's because they're afraid of losing. They're like, you know, it's like a, I, I don't know a nice way to say it, but it's like the death throes of a dying animal. You know, like that's when they get very angry and try to lash out and hurt people is like if you have an animal in a trap and it's dying that's when they're the most dangerous right no that is when they're most dangerous right and they're and they're going off emotion yeah and it gets all emotional and this like heightened um you know voice and fast breathing and um they can't get out the sentences like fast enough almost right. it's like i mean it seems very talking to someone that is um you know super on that side of political things these days um yeah because they think that their emotion is their strength but it's really their weakness yeah yeah is because they can't calm down enough to they, right. they can't calm down enough to fight fair and fight with facts and words and critical you know, think critical thinking yeah the critical thinking goes out the window when you start screaming yeah right and it's like it's like it's like just hear me out for one second follow me for a second 
you know, you know, why, why is this doing this? Right. Yeah. You know, you know, now you're asking questions and the other side is, is fighting back with statements. And it's like, I, yeah. And don't like, yes, coach me. Don't be just like, la, 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 with your fingers in your ears while I'm talking either, because that's like, <laughs> you're like, fine, I'll listen to you for a minute. Just like, you know, zoned out thinking about, you know, what they'll have for dinner, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand it, but you know, if someone really wants to get an idea through to me, I, I will like really take it upon myself to really feel what they're trying to tell me. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. if you really honestly want to communicate something to me as a human to human, then I do everything in my power to give you that time that you want to communicate it with me. I will try to put myself into your point of view and I'll try to see your point. Whether I agree with it or not at the end, I'm going to listen to it. Right. And that's, that's like how intelligent people do it, right? They can entertain others' ideas. Yeah. Other ideas that don't, you know, like I think sometimes people are afraid of being, um, you know, changing their mind. Some people are afraid of new ideas because they want to keep their mind the way they want it. They want to keep their idea They're They're afraid like something might corrupt their idea. Right. Because the environment that they created using those principles has created a comfortable life form and yeah. they don't want to disrupt it. Comfort zone. Safe but, space. but it doesn't always mean that it is the, you know, the correct one. It is just what you have like tapped out on, right? You're like, life is so hard. I have somehow managed to get this far and now I can, you know, now for I can some reason. These ideas, I don't need any more ideas. I'm good. Right. And I am tapping out to everything else because yeah. it doesn't matter because I can, you know, just autopilot now until I die. Yep. And it's like, that's. That sounds like suicide to me. But society helps people be like that. You know, the yeah. commercials, the programming, the TV, all that shit they're trying to make you buy is like telling you, you know, you can have you can live in your little bubble. We'll we'll help you. We'll supply that little bubble for you. That's why um that's why the liberals in t- 2016 can have a complete meltdown like, oh, this is so shocking. Trump won the election because the TV was full time that he had a 2% chance of winning. So that doesn't compute with my bubble, you know, that you've created for me. Right. So that's why it becomes such a stark contrast. That's why everyone freaks out because that has been created for them is burst. So, so, so going back to when we were talking about like Lacerda thing and like the reptilians, well, the reptilian brain, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's almost like the reptilian brain right now is winning. The reptilian brain is winning because it's just pure survival. When it's survival, you don't, when you can't use your higher brain, then you're only trying to breathe and let your heart beat. Right. So if we are collective and, and we do operate literally as one species, we are, we, 
we are something is threatening our extinction and and if you think of humanity as one organism <clears throat> something's threatening our survival so what does it do it re- it resorts all to the to the survival part mm-hmm. or the reptilian brain and that's why you know all these critical thinkers now and stuff are coming out you know the the you know the great awakening or whatever right. um because our species is on the verge of of maybe killing itself and now we are in sur- in survival mode and that's why like the collective part of this is like well we need to ignite we need to these... dive deeper we can't just be focused on surviving day to day we have to dive deeper to solve like right like huge problem we have getting along with each other right right because at the end of the day that's what it is like people just not being able to get along with each other people not being able to have conversations like like we're having right now well and you know like back in the old like back in the day of politics like this would be the most exciting time in our country like election is like a fantastical event it would be like the olympics everyone would be super into it like um you could be on one side i could be on the other side we go to like drinking parties we'd all wear our shirts and our buttons and pins and it's just like a like a fun time you know politics and uh, presidential elections in the past used to be like kind of like a carnival or something you know like a you know like a, a fair repetition like um Say like the kings and queens when you live at the castle and then like every fall or every once you come for like a big party, like a harvest. So we have these rituals and like the Super Bowl and the Olympics, so on and so on. So the presidential election used to be something like that. And it's turned into a major hate fest at this point. Like it's not exciting. It's like scary to most people. And all of your politics stuff is like smear campaigns. Smear. Well, there used to be a lot of that too, but it was more. Um, I there used to be smear campaigns in politics and stuff like that, but it was more like I'm not going to hate you for wanting the other guy to win. Right. Right. You know, right, it's right, like right. you want this guy to win. I want this guy to win. We can still be friends, but it's turned into such a toxic boiler point in our uh, country that it's almost like we we can't be friends anymore or one side thinks that if i think another way they're they don't want to be friends with me and the evil machine and it really happened during trump yeah like uh when bush was running who was bush running against uh gore Mm -hmm. like like it wasn't this when hillary was running against um uh, well, no, like Hillary's first time running was against Trump, right? Well, um, like but yeah, was running against John McCain. Yeah, right. Um, you know, so what we're seeing is there. There was there well, was just as much evil, or even more, in in those ones we've mentioned. But a lot of more more people know about the actual evil and corruption. Because we're getting more information than we've ever gotten before about this. So we well, look back like, on that and be like, oh, that 
everyone could get along. It's not that big a deal, but we're actually seeing evidence of major crimes and corruption that's like earth shattering to the core at this point. And so ignoring that is just too much for uh, at least half of the population at this point. Well, and like the Trump, Bush, Clinton, Obama, they were all part of like the same, you know, they were playing WWE wrestling where they were like on the same side behind the, behind the scenes. But in front of us, they were like, well, you're going to be the heel and I'm going to be the hero. Right. Yes. Type thing. Yeah, I, I, I can see and that and agree with that for sure. As I was saying that. Like, all this time, and, and maybe it seems like this to me because I, because I really didn't pay attention to, to politics that, that closely yeah. um, up until maybe, like, you know, two, three years ago, whatever. Yeah. But it seems like Nancy Pelosi came out of nowhere. <laughs> she just, like, poof, well, but was a thing now. like some old-time crony that's been there for 40 years. So Forever. Right, right, like... right. She... She's been there forever, but where she like she what, comes she, out like, of nowhere shadows? to play this fantastical <laughs> role of like this crazy evil witch at this point, or like maybe the crazy right. superhero to the to a, a different side. Because um, there's some people that he, think she's like right on on cue, you know, she's just like right. top notch, um, super great lady fighting the president. Um. Yeah, it's but it's just so it it's just so wild how like so many people literally are like, if Trump wins, you're gonna see some liberals probably commit suicide. Well, and that because they're like, my life's over. And it's like, what are you talking? And about? that's what's gone on with. The communization of our school system and the children and the participation wards and all that stuff like people cannot handle competition in a healthy way first of all so it comes to that and it comes to that's not how adults handle things like if you lose something then you go back to the drawing board and try harder to win again but what they've done this whole time is not helping them win this time they've just been crying about it and trying to defeat the president when what they should have been doing is focusing on trying to win this. But I think they've known since running Hillary Clinton that it basically this one was lost to them too. So I just think you're just, we're just seeing a big, huge bubble collapse. And And it's very true. What you're saying is there's going to be another major meltdown, but what I don't understand about it is how you can keep being shocked about the same thing over and over again. Right. And like you've done nothing you, positive to make it better. You're just going to keep being shocked. Oh, I'm so shocked. Oh, gosh. How did that happen? Oh, I'm so shocked. Uh, that that part doesn't really make sense to me. You know what like doesn't make sense to me either is um, how didn't the left or 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 I should say the DNC. Yeah. How didn't they lose? high percentage of of their of, of their people when they fucked over Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard. Well, it's interesting because 
um, they've taken this like tribe mentality, like the vote blue, no matter who they just decided yeah. that they're going to yeah. hate Trump no yeah. matter what it takes. And no matter right. what kind of nonsense candidate is presented to them, they're going to do that. But if you look at it, Bernie Sanders is actually what their party pretends to be the progressive yeah. party. So anyone who is actually critically thinking about that and actually witnessing that go down in real time would say, wait a minute, why wouldn't he be the choice? Why wouldn't, this is exactly what, <laughs> what we yeah. claim we're screaming stuff, all of this stuff. Right. This is what, this is Bernie's jam. Instead, we're going to let the party be run by these, um, you know, career politicians that really aren't true progressives. They're just faking it. And instead of being mad at their own party, they have to be mad at something. So they choose Trump, even though it's their own party. They, they should be mad at It's their own the party. They time... should be mad at because <clears throat> the way right. they screwed over Bernie Sanders. But then you also kind of only feel sorry for him that first time. Right. You kind of only feel right. sorry for him that first time because he runs as an independent. And then the second or, you know, he he runs as an independent most of the time or that's what his party is. Right. Oh, I'm an independent. Then he turns into a Democrat to participate in the presidential election. So that would have been one thing if he remained a Democrat after that. But the second that Hillary Clinton won, you know, that he conceded the electoral you know the nomination 2016 because that was some real shit that went on with that too with um you know the delegates and the electoral the all the election the primaries so when that was conceded to hillary clinton then he goes back like the next week to being an independent again so then you only kind of feel sorry for him that first time right and then he has three houses and he he you know, talks about all this stuff that he doesn't practice in real life. So then you kind of can't feel sorry for Bernie Sanders getting screwed over again, trying to just be a Democrat when it's because we have a two party system. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it almost makes you think it's like, is all of this just a show? Is all of it just a big giant movie we're watching? I mean, it's not really out of the realm of possibility at all. And like, because and like, there's heroes, Trump there's is villains, either there's, right, um, you know, yeah. side characters, there's, you know, this, there's the climax, there's the, yeah, the circus clowns, like that AOC and yeah. the Ilan Omar. <laughs> Those are like, yeah, right. you know, the fantastical, where did, what are you talking about characters? Um, and it's like, uh, all of these, um, all of these people, you know, are they in on are it? Are they in on it? And are they reading from a script? And, Has this script yeah, been decided and, a long time ago? And if so, the Trump character is Trump part of this elaborate thing because they realized that humans were getting smarter. So they needed something a little bit deeper to keep us like distracted. So, 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 so Trump's job was to actually, you know, control all of these critical thinking, paranoid (laughs) type people. You know what I mean? Because he's doing a fucking really good job at it. 
this is um, a psyop. It's like one of the most intricate psyops ever perpetuated. Ever. All the way from the Q stuff to all yes. of it is like to the biggest in the psyop. outsider that was a businessman. Um, and like there's, there's this like, you know, movie script idea like oh he has all these ancient enemies he's like coming back to you know settle scores i mean it's really the stuff of movies right right and it is funny because it was one of them trump was one of them you know or there's a theory that he's been a double agent this whole time i mean the whole time right i mean no there is really no telling what the what actually is happening right now but i feel like it's very interesting and exciting because there's like no way one of like us could 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 ever do that like uh there's like gates that you gotta pass through well like okay yeah but then there's this whole like time travel aspect and like looking glass stuff and it's like has he has this been planned for for all time is is this part of the story because i kind of believe that where we are right now has like is like in some part of some big book somewhere like the acacia records right so like talking to you right now was already known a thousand years ago because that's what happened you know and it's like once something happens and it's written in the book forever and then, but it's also everything that's ever happened, will happen, has happened in the past. It's just like meant to be. Well, and like, instead of thinking time as linear, like you were saying, think of it as a Mm -hmm. sphere. So, so, so this timeline is just happening, but it's also happening infinite amount of time with, with, with a little bit of difference in it. Um, and that's where you like to do your like multi, you know, multi-dimensional, right. multiverse, whatever. But you know, so everything's happening all at once. Um, so like our story can't vary that that far from from the original story. Well, and I've always thought about this but, with that multiverse thing is like each decision makes a new universe. But like, how I am in this universe right now like how is it i'm not in the universe yeah. where I say like my dad didn't die and that's a whole nother universe like why is it that all these choices and things that happened up to this far why is it this one that i'm in right um you want to hear something crazy that yeah. i would do is so for a while so so deja vu everybody knows what deja vu is because we all experience right well during deja vu when I would catch myself experiencing it because like, because you can catch yourself experiencing it. Right. I would do the opposite Mm -hmm. of what I was about to do. So I've literally sat groceries down in the store and walked out. Okay. And like doing that for, I probably did that for a year. And, and and now I I live here in Denver, Colorado, which I never thought I would ever be yeah. living here. Cause like I'm from a small, you know, I'm you know I'm from Butte, Montana, small uh-huh. town, whatever. 
And like and, every single choice you, know, you made um, led you to be right here, right now. Led me to be okay. right here, right now. Yeah. Right, right. And I think about that sometimes, and it, and and you know, sometimes it like blows my mind. Where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, if I would have not done that with my deja vu, would I still be on beat right, right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get little glimpses or something that nudges you in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then and and then it's like, you know, would I be doing a you know, would I be doing this podcast now? Would I be you know what I mean Yeah, like uh, if I never started playing pool, then what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting stuff. Meet, you know, meet the people you have. Especially the people that have been like important right. to you. You know what I mean? What, what, would you have ever met them? Would you have ever, you know, would this have ever happened? Would you have died five or years ago? Or were there certain I mean? of... people that you're just supposed to meet? Like, say, my one good friend. Like, there are certain spaces we were at the same space and time before we ever met. So it's like, somehow we had more chances than most people have. If that makes sense. Like there, yeah. there's people in the world. I would never have one chance to meet, but somehow my friend, Sam, I have five chances to meet that one person. So how does that okay. work? Right. Right. I, I mean, it's just intense because what are the odds? What are the odds? And right. like, say I'm really supposed to meet you, then maybe our that little deja vu feeling would have nudged us in certain directions several times until we eventually meet, even if, say, neither one of us played pool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome stuff, though. Awesome to think about. Exhaustion, like being down, so you still play cautious. Need you to search deep inside of your conscience. At least whatever minds are keeping you from your progress. I know that you gon' find the way. Never give up. Tomorrow could be the brightest day. Follow the light, and I promise you gon' find the way. I know that you gon' find your way.